Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13 minutes, but every day, seven days a week. A short time, but it keeps us in God's Word and thereby helps keep us growing in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. We encourage you always to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can think of, you may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven simply by getting them into these studies every day. What a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, asking the prop, uh, the question, have you got a weight problem? Now, again, if you haven't been with us, I'm not talking about being physically overweight, W-E-I-G-H-T. I'm talking about, have you got a weight problem, W-A-I-T, when it comes to obeying God, when it comes to becoming dedicated and committed to God, when it comes to really putting into practice on a consistent basis the teachings of God's Word in your life. Have you got a weight problem? Well, we talked about a, a man who was a Roman governor, and the Apostle Paul was in prison under his custody. And this man was named Felix. He had heard about Christianity, even though he had grown up undoubtedly, in a culture of idol worship. Well, he was curious. He wanted to know more about Christianity. So while Paul was a prisoner under his charge, he sent for him. He brought his own wife in with him, and her name was Drusilla. And so he asked Paul, yeah, tell me about this way, W-A-Y. And he's talking about the church. He's talking about Christianity. And so Paul began teaching him about Christ. He began teaching him about sin and forgiveness, about repentance. In fact, the text says in Romans 24, I'm sorry, Acts 24 and verse 25, now as he, that is Paul, reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and judgment to come, Felix was afraid. Another translation says he trembled. And he answered, go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. A convenient time. Well, what is the right time to come to God? Right now. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter, five, or chapter 6 and verse 2, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You see, the immediate moment is all we have. When I come to understand what I need to do to come to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ, when I come to understand that I need to repent of my sins and openly confess my faith in Jesus as God's Son and my Lord and Savior, and surrender to Him by being buried in the waters of baptism for the remission of my sins, so that the blood that He shed on the cross when He died for me as my Savior could cleanse me of the guilt of my sins, I need to do that. I need to do that now. I need to not put it off. But Felix put it off. The text goes on and says that he had conversation after conversation after conversation with Paul. 
during his period of incarceration. But we never read where Felix ever made up his mind to become a Christian. Well, we talked about that. We talked about procrastination. Was, was Felix a procrastinator? Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe he was indecisive. Procrastination means to put off intentionally and habitually, that is, on an ongoing basis, something that you need, that you know you need to go ahead and get done. But you keep putting it off. Keep putting it off. Keep making excuses. And you may never get around to getting it done. Well, we suggested that maybe Felix couldn't make his decision, make up his mind because he was a perfectionist. I doubt this was the case. But I've run into lots of people who have said, well, they knew they needed to become a Christian. They knew they needed to be baptized into Christ. They knew they needed to change their life, but they said, I can't live that life. Or maybe they were a little bit less decisive, and maybe they simply said, I, I, I just, I, I don't know if I can live that life. But they're thinking possibly that they can't ever sin. They can't ever, ever do anything that would be sinful. They would need to live an absolutely perfect life. But as we pointed out, God knows that we're still human even after we become Christians, we looked at 1 John chapter 1, and John, writing this to Christians, he said, now you cannot live in sin as a Christian, but he said, you're going to make mistakes here and there. You're going to stub your toe along the way. And if you say you have not sinned, then you're lying. But if you will confess your sins, God is faithful to forgive you of all your sins, of all unrighteousness. Now, I'm paraphrasing a little bit there, but that was what he was saying. So God knows that we're still weak because we're human. The devil's going to keep working on us, trying to get us to sin, trying to get us to turn totally away from God if, we, if he can manage that. But God said, you know, okay, you stub your toe. You commit a sin in a moment of maybe weakness, maybe unthinking, maybe an emotional moment. He says, if you'll confess your sins, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. So we can go to God through prayer in the name of Christ. After we become a Christian, we can, we can seek his forgiveness. He's already promised he will forgive us. Now, another possibility is that Felix may have been afraid. Have you ever postponed a visit to a dentist? Why? Well, I had something else come up. <laughs> okay, sometimes that may be the case. Other times, have you simply been afraid to get into that dentist chair? <laughs> to open your mouth and let the dentist start working on your teeth? You see, much procrastination is based upon the misconception that it is easier to avoid problems until later than to face them now. But the problems don't go away, do they? Generally speaking. So maybe Felix was afraid. There are two common fears that cause people to procrastinate. One is the fear of failure. What if I make a mistake and embarrass myself? Hebrews 13 and verse 6. And then there's also the fear of success. You say, what? How could the fear of success 
make me afraid to make the commitment. What if I succeed? Then they'll expect me to be able to do this all the time. And I'm afraid that I can't do that. I'm afraid I can't make that commitment. The idea of doing this all the time, well, that, that strikes fear in my heart. How many times have we not told others about the gospel because we were afraid of rejection? I don't want to make a man. I'm afraid they'll, they'll, they'll get angry with me. I'm afraid they'll just push me away. They won't want to be around me anymore. Or maybe we were afraid that they would not like us anymore. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. And that is a fear, isn't it? The devil uses that kind of fear upon us. Jesus said in that particular text, do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. We also note what the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. Notice, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If we walk with God, we need not be really afraid because God has said, I will be with you. In fact, he said, I'll never leave you, Hebrews 13 and verse 6. So we might wonder, maybe Felix was afraid. Maybe he was indecisive. Maybe he was a perfectionist. Maybe he was afraid. But none of those excuses are worthy reasons for not obeying God and getting your spiritual life right. When we're too fearful, that fear that we have allowed to generate within us becomes itself a snare for us, a trap for us. Our safety lies in trusting our Lord. The fear of man brings a snare but whoever puts his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Proverbs 29 and verse 25. Now that word safe in the Hebrew means to be inaccessibly high, to be too high for capture. Now we may struggle, we may suffer some of the abuses that the devil will heap upon us through other people even, they can't pull us down if we refuse to let them. They can't pull us away from God if we don't let them. God lifts us up to heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 1 and verse 3, as we become a Christian. And Jesus gives us peace in the place of fear. Even on the night of his betrayal, Jesus encouraged and promised that peace to his apostles, John 14 and verse 27. Now, face your fears with your hand in God's hand. Overcome your procrastination. Don't be indecisive when it comes to becoming a Christian, to being faithful and obedient to God. Don't try to find a way out by thinking from a perfectionist's point of view. 
you can only be perfect through Christ. And don't be indecisive and don't be afraid. Don't let the devil put fear in your heart that is so strong that it overcomes you and that you, you can't bring yourself to obey God, to come to God through Christ, through fear. Mark Twain said, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is moving ahead in spite of fear. The only way to avoid fear is to face it through Christ. What did Paul say? Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. He talked about, I've learned to be content in whatsoever state I am. He said, I know how to live when things are going great, and I know how to live when things are going bad from a human perspective. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you've got a weight problem, you need to stop letting that keep you from doing what you know you need to do in coming to God through Jesus Christ. Make that commitment. Take the step. Overcome your weight problem. Let's pray. Father, help us to understand and believe with all of our hearts that you will be there with us and for us in the face of whatever it is we might fear, that you will be there with us and for us to help us overcome our indecisiveness and also to help us realize that you'll still forgive us when we make a mistake after we come to you. Please encourage us along these lines, Father, we pray. Please forgive us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.